So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Right now, Cary police are investigating after at least four businesses were broken into today. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace, where we're talking about multiple businesses along Cary Parkway. You can see them there on the map. This happened around Old Apex Road and Lake Pine Drive. WRL's Carly Haynes is live there in the area with where the investigation stands right now. Well, Julian, Cary police tell us no suspect or suspects in custody tonight. They still don't know how many people were involved in this string of break-ins, but at one of the businesses impacted Chinese, number one, there's a temporary door installed and a sign hanging on that door saying we are still open for business. So people are going in and out right now. Well, this is what it looked like this morning. The owner tells us the door will cost about $1,500 to replace, but the suspect didn't take any cash. The owner doesn't Keep cash in the register because the restaurant was broken into about two years ago as well. Meanwhile, Sweet Tea, just a few shops down, also has a temporary door installed. Sweet Tea's owner tells us the suspect backed a car into the front of the store to break in, then stole their entire cash register. As a result, the Boba Tea Shop is doing card only and said they'll be doing that going forward for their own safety. The owner of the Chinese number one store said she's thankful nobody got hurt. Small business is not easy though. We tried our best to survive to keep it going. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's scary. Well, Subway and Bliss Convenience Shop also broken into. No money taken from Subway, but cash was taken from Bliss. Both of their doors were also broken. Now, Cary police believe that all of these break-ins were connected but they're still investigating and haven't confirmed that just yet, Julian. Mm. Hopefully residents in that community will rally around that business and help them out. Carly Haynes reporting live in Cary tonight. Thank you. A shooting in Halifax County overnight killed a man and wounded a woman. It happened at St. Lucia's Mexican Kitchen in Littleton around 1.45 in the morning. Investigators tell us the restaurant was hosting a DJ night when a man and a woman were shot on the dance floor. The man died. The woman is expected to recover. We don't know what led up to the conflict, and police say they don't have anyone in custody. We want to warn you, this next report shows imagery that is disturbing and racist. A viewer sent us a photo taken by a friend of hers who works at a Walmart in Smithfield. The picture shows a crude drawing of a monkey and includes a written racial slur. The Walmart employee saw it hanging in one of the common areas of the store and believes a co-worker is behind it. WRL contacted Walmart to ask about this photo right there. The company's global communications director replied with a statement that reads, quote, we don't tolerate discrimination of any kind. We take allegations like this seriously and are looking into it. We'll continue to follow this and report any developments. 
Today, authorities announced a married couple was killed in a house fire last night. It happened in Beaufort County near Chacawinity. Deputies with the sheriff's office say 76-year-old Franklin Meeks and his wife Gail Meeks were killed in the incident. Multiple departments responded and fought the fire for about three hours. One person who lives nearby says at first she came outside after hearing noise from the area. I heard multiple in a row. At first, I thought maybe it's fireworks, some kids playing, the storm is over, people are cleaning up, uh, and eventually I heard sirens. So I looked out my door and had a perfect view, and that house went up in flames in like 90 seconds. Mm. Although the exact cause of the fire is not clear, deputies do not suspect foul play. While we don't know yet or know whether the fire was somehow a storm related that you just saw there, we do know one person in Beaufort County was seriously injured during the storm when a tree fell onto a moving car. Beaufort County sustained the brunt of the storm and damage of tropical storm Ophelia. We spoke with emergency services director Chris Newkirk today. He says the surge came up higher than predicted in communities like Washington, Chacawinity and Belmont from six to eight feet. However, the water went quickly down and today homeowners and business owners are cleaning up after the mess. We had a lot of people who, who had taken items, you know, and obviously raised them um, in what does cleanup look like for most people? Uh, a, a garden hose and a scrub brush and, and washing the mud out of wherever it, it settles. <laughs> right. So that, that's really what cleanup looks like for for a lot of our homeowners, a lot of our business owners. Now, Newkirk says power outages were widespread yesterday, but crews restored almost all of it by last night. The WRL breaking news tracker was on the scene earlier today of a reported shooting in Durham. This was the scene on Wabash Street. There were multiple officers investigating and crime scene tape was up in the area. We're still working to learn more. Durham Fire Police and a bomb squad unit responded to the Durham flea market around noon. It was initially a fire call. However, we are working to confirm what caused this response that lasted over three hours. A major headache for neighbors and travelers in North Raleigh will stick around at least until tomorrow morning. As we first reported yesterday, DOT crews are repairing a water main break. Now, this is at the intersection of Durant Road and Sharpstone Lane. The crews need specialized equipment to get the work done. Durant Road will be closed to drivers until that work is completed. You're looking live over the nation's capital in Washington, D.C., where some lawmakers are trying to prevent a government shutdown. Congress now has just six days to pass a spending bill to fund the government. A small group of GOP hardliners say they will not fund the government without massive spending cuts. Robert Kirkpatrick reports on where the two sides are in the fight right now. The clock is ticking on Congress to pass a deal that will fund the government. But with less than a week to go, there's still no deal in sight to avert a shutdown. During a call with the Republican conference Saturday afternoon, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy pushed members to rally behind a short-term spending bill. I think we've made some progress to those who have been holding up, passing the rule to get onto these bills. President Joe Biden weighed in on the quickly approaching shutdown deadline over the weekend, calling on House Republicans to, quote, start doing the job. Funding the government is one of the most basic responsibilities of Congress. 
And it's time for the Republicans to start doing the job America elected them to do. Should Congress fail to pass a short-term spending bill to keep the proverbial lights on, a shutdown could have enormous impacts on all Americans, which both sides agree would be harmful. We're going to make sure that we can get a vote done, and uh, that means getting us the support of both sides uh, to the table. We're going to do whatever we need to do to do our job to keep the government open, because our district, uh, and Josh's as well, we, our district wants us to keep America running. But that path has proved difficult. A number of GOP hardliners are opposed to any short-term spending solution. Their Republican colleagues drawing a line, calling out those responsible for the failed negotiations. The arsonists have lit their house on fire. They're whining about their house burning. They're going to want credit for putting the fire out, and then they're going to set up a GoFundMe to get paid for what happened. Rob Kirkpatrick, WRAL News. Dozens of North Carolina families traveled to Washington, D.C. this weekend. They were there to pressure the federal government to take drastic steps to address the epidemic of fentanyl deaths nationwide. Hundreds of people from around the country attended the march and rally outside the White House yesterday. It was organized by Lost Voices of Fentanyl. Many of those rallying lost a loved one to the drug. Jane Coates, whose son died of a fentanyl overdose last year, worked to raise awareness from home. Because when you've lost a child, you don't want it to be in vain. You, you, want to, you want people to know, you want the public to know that this is happening all over the United States. Ms. Coates is using her voice to make a difference. Now, data from the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services says at last, last year, at least 11 North Carolinians died each day from a drug overdose in 2022. Troops with Fort Bragg, Fort Liberty, excuse me, 82nd Airborne Division will deploy to Europe in the fall. Paratroopers will replace soldiers scheduled to return home from a nine-month deployment securing NATO's eastern flank. This is the second time troops from the 82nd Airborne have been sent to the region since 2022. North Carolina students might be doing some virtual learning again this year, but it won't be from home. As school wrestles with teacher shortages, they're finding a new solution, virtual teachers. These teachers might be based out of Chicago or Houston, we're told, but they're teaching North Carolina kids through a camera inside a typical classroom. Schools now see virtual teachers as better for students than just leaving class without a permanent teacher. WRL's Education Insider visited one of these classrooms. Read what we found out at WRL.com education. $748 million on the line and no winning ticket from last night's Powerball jackpot drawing. That means that the prize pool just keeps on climbing. The jackpot for the next drawing sits at an estimated $785 million. That is the second largest drawing of the year behind that nearly $1.1 billion winning in July. Now you can watch the next drawing live tomorrow night at 11 on WRL. Apple farmers say these next few months will be the most important of the year for them. Ahead, why they say it could make or break their entire orchard and how you can help. Plus, game day will be a little extra exciting for the Duke Blue Devils football team next week. We'll tell you why later in sports. Anthony, 
And join it certainly is a beautiful evening out there. We have the blue skies, just a few clouds floating on by. We'll talk about our forecast here headed into this upcoming week and when we could see some more rain on the way and another tropical system to watch in the Atlantic coming up. Today, people came together in Durham to run for a cause. This was the third annual Unity 5K for Together We Stand NC. The group was founded in June of 2020 after the death of Ahmaud Arbery. The group aims to bring people from different backgrounds, races, and genders together. We started to, you know, we stand in 2020, and our country was so divided. So our goal for us since then and now is to make sure we get together. So to come out here and see every race, every age, and every orientation out here is fantastic. Mm, great to see that diversity there. Together, We Stand 5K is also being held this year in Fayetteville and Greensboro. Members of the Jewish community will mark the start of their holiest day of the year today. Yom Kippur begins at sundown and goes through sundown tomorrow. Jews from around the world will pray for a good year and fast for 25 hours, a form of atonement and repentance. Apple farmers in western North Carolina say the next couple of months will make or break their orchards. Ag tourism brings in about $90 million to Henderson County's economy every year, so it's no wonder area farmers have long cashed in on the fall traditions. By themselves, apples account for 30 to $35 million in Henderson County's income. Wow. Some of this year's crop was damaged by late freezes, leading to lighter harvests. I mean, we had 17 days after March the 1st, uh, from March the 1st to about the middle of April that were below 32 degrees. And that's just not the kind of weather we need during the, the time when they're blooming and setting fruit. Henderson County has about 30 farm stands and orchards. Luckily, more people are moving to the region and growers say uh, their ag tourism business in what's called Apple Alley is already good this season. Great to hear that. Let's go out and support them. Anthony, looking behind you, that is picture perfect. Look behind me and look behind you. Yeah. Gorgeous across our entire area. What a difference, right, Julian, a day makes yes. here where we had our storm yesterday. Difference. We were wanting to get that out of here. And then this is the beautiful picture we are left with right now. Good Sunday evening to all of you. Hopefully you've had a great weekend, managed to stay at least a little bit dry here after our storm system yesterday. A beautiful shot right there, our Southern Pines camera. You can see those flags very, very calm right now. Yesterday, those would have been just whipping around with Ophelia pushing on out. Out. We really have no big problems here as we head into this upcoming week. We're sitting at 79 in Raleigh and Durham, 84, one of our warmer spots there at Fayetteville, 82 in Southern Pines. We're at 81, a good evening to in Clinton. That's what we're going to see here in the next day or so. Still some 80s, but you look at satellite and radar. There's really is not a whole lot here all showing up. We have the sunshine in place right now. There's what's left of Ophelia pushing up to the north around New York, Washington, D.C. A very wet day across Pennsylvania right now. Our neck of the woods, though, nice and calm. We should remain that way here the next couple of days. Overnight temperatures though drop here into the upper 50s to the north, 62 there in Raleigh, 61 in Durham. The one kind of inconvenience that we could see tomorrow morning is maybe some areas of fog as you're out about. We have kind of a little bit of moisture in the atmosphere, calm winds tonight. That may lead to some just patchy dense fog here to start Monday morning. Otherwise, we see temperatures tomorrow afternoon, 83 into the afternoon. We'll see lots of sunshine for us, 6, 7 o'clock tomorrow, even in the 70s. Looking 
very comfortable. Low humidity should be a beautiful start to the week. Yesterday was the first official day of fall, and then we're really starting to feel like that the next couple of days. Our normal is 80. We'll be at 83 tomorrow, and then the 70s beyond that, they continue here even into next weekend. So it really is going to be kind of that pattern flip as opposed to the summer-like or at least warmer temperatures we've seen in some spots out there. Let's switch gears here and talk about the tropics because we still have several areas to keep a very close eye on. Tropical Storm Philippe, not much has changed with this one. It's still in the central Atlantic right now. That's the storm system itself. Very symmetrical, very kind of circular there. That leads me to think that it's likely going to continue to strengthen here as we head the next couple of days. The Hurricane Center also has that outline here on the track. Likely to still be a tropical storm into Friday, potentially getting close to hurricane strength. That one, though, should stay out to sea. We have another area very similar to or at least right around where Philippe is. There's Philippe and you see this center of low pressure down to the south and east of that. That could develop further here over the next five to seven days or so. But again, that one looks like it will recurve as well. One other area in near the Gulf of Mexico or in the Gulf of Mexico there right about the Cuba area pushing to the west. That one has a low chance. We'll continue to watch that. But at this point, the general theme with all of these out there right now is a track that keeps it away from land, which is good anytime, of course, we get those systems. There's a look though at our fall like forecast 83 for our Monday 76 on Tuesday rain chance wise this week very minimal. I do think as we head into Thursday and Friday, maybe even into Saturday morning, Julian, we could see a few light showers, maybe a thunderstorm, but looking very calm here after our turbulent day yesterday. All right, thanks, Anthony. Pat is with us tonight, and Pat, Duke football, they need a little bit more love, don't they? Right, everybody's talking about Deion Sanders. I'm here to tell you, what about Duke? Especially with college game day set to come to Durham, I'll tell you why Duke is the real story everybody should be paying attention to. Next. Come on, Jack. No, ESPN's basketball game day has been to Duke more than any other school. They practically have their own dorm on campus. I hope you stock the ramen because you're coming early this semester. Game day, arriving in Durham for a football game for the first time ever this Saturday. Duke will host Notre Dame in prime time. And speaking of prime, while the nation has been focused on Deion Sanders at Colorado, Mike Elko has been doing something just as impressive. Dion has the name, he's got the sunglasses, he's got the charisma. What's up, Bo? You believe that? Mike Elko is simply a football coach. You know, proud of the way we came here and handled our business. A career assistant and defensive coordinator, Duke Athletic Director Nina King saw something that no one else did. I cannot wait to pour every ounce of energy and passion that I have for this great game into this program and this university. Year one, he took a team that had won one game in the ACC over two years and turned them into a bowl winner. John Quesmore starts the scoring for Duke. Now they're on the cusp of the top 10. What we've been saying internally is, is this is what Duke football is capable of. We've never, ever wavered, wavered from that at all. It's one of the biggest wins in Duke football history. The conversation will be, when will he leave? But the real question is, what if he stayed? We believe that we do the things we need to do to give ourselves a chance to win every game we play. A premier private academic institution with a national following and championship aspirations? Wait, you thought I was talking about Notre Dame? That's Mike Elko's Duke. Me.
AP Top 25 for Week 5 has been released. Ohio State jumps two spots to number four after beating Notre Dame. Florida State falls to five. UNC up two spots to 15. So is Duke at 17. And Notre Dame falls just up out of the top 10 at number 11. The Shaw Bears get their first win of the season, 20-17 over Elizabeth City State. Patrick Blake threw for 177 yards and two touchdowns. They allowed just 77 yards rushing in the game. Let's get some NFL action. Washington Commanders 2-0, riding high, but the weather turns quick in the NFL. Former UNC QB Sam Howell had a 17-point comeback last week. Couldn't get going today. Ed Oliver and a host of Bills swallow him up there. Then on third and long, Howell going to force a throw here. Zero touchdowns, four picks for Howell. Commanders crushed 37-3. Sunday Night Football on WRAL. All-uniform game between the Steelers and Raiders. Both teams 1-1. One one. Raiders favored by three. I like the Steelers. Game starts at 8-20. Top five women's soccer match at Chapel Hill. Anson Dorrance in the Tar Heels hosting Florida State. Let's go to the second half. Maddie. Darlene assisted on the first goal of the game, and she gets a little help from a seminal defender on the second. Heels level at two. Five minutes to go now. Ali Centaur, the cross, and she's going to find Kate Fossey. Incredible pass, great finish. UNC takes a 3-2 lead. Final seconds. Reminds me of the loss to UCLA in the national championship. Corner kick, and Mimi Van Zanten with a rocket. This one ends in a draw, 3-3. Sun's out in Raleigh, beautiful day in Lawrenceville, Georgia as well. Bull Stripers, first inning here, Austin Shenton with his 14th home run of the year and a valiant effort by the center fielder there, Justin Dean. Couldn't catch it, but in the eighth inning, he'd get it back with a three-run shot for the lead in the game. Stripers win 7-6. Bulls play a three-game championship series in Norfolk on the 26th. Panther Seahawks currently in progress. Join me tonight on Sports Extra for full post-game coverage. Right after the 10 o'clock news, Julian, it is a 15-13 Seahawks lead as we speak. All right. We still got hope, right? It's still early. Andy Dalton's playing well. It should be an exciting finish here. It should. Thanks, Pat. And thanks for joining us tonight. NBC Nightly News is next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.